Welcome to Flicks and Giggles. Today we're going to be talking about Past Lives, directed by Celine Song. Fun fact! <laughs> this is her first ever film, not even like her first feature, this is her first film that she's ever made. Oh, like ever at all? Yeah. How? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's so cool. Okay, if you, out of ten, what was this movie for you? I don't know. <laughs> I think it would... I'm between, like, an... I think it's, like, a nine. I think it's a nine for me. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's pretty high. Are you ready for mine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would give this movie a six and a half. Spicy. <laughs> I liked it, though. And I will justify my six and a half. Okay, I'm excited. Carry, carry on. Great, okay. <laughs> um, I'll start with what I liked. Okay. Because I don't want to just go into critiques right away. Um, I really did enjoy the story. Um, I really enjoyed the vision like that they had with some of the scenes being no dialogue at all like we had a lot of no dialogue scenes mm -hmm. and i i really appreciate like the way they did it i wasn't ever really bored which i think is good when you have scenes like that um and it wasn't draggy like i think the pacing was good mm -hmm. um so and also the acting i think was phenomenal i have no like qualms with the acting at all um that's what I liked about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for the next part. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, my first thing, I guess, is. Oh, actually, this is something I liked about it. I wrote, it's very easy to watch. It was very digestible. And it didn't really make you feel any suspense. Suspense? <laughs> Just fine. Just fine. <laughs> it didn't make you feel any suspense. Which I actually enjoyed because sometimes you just need a movie that's not going to stress you out mm -hmm. at all. And it, it is that movie. Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah. And it's nice that they didn't really have, it wasn't super high stakes. Really, there was no stakes no. at all, but it wasn't boring. Yes. Um, but my first thing is I wish that Sung. I, I wish we got more out of him. I wish we got more out of all of them. Yeah. But specifically, I think they really could have, like, ripped at the heartstrings if we really, really loved his character. And I didn't... I loved his character. I didn't really love his character because I feel like I didn't know his character. That's fair. All we know is they were friends. He went to the military. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything else about this man. I think the one cool thing that I noticed was Sung always wore blue in the movie. Really? Yeah. I I watched it twice, so I, like, noticed it. In the very first 
like from the beginning he has like a blue jacket or a blue shirt or a blue top and as an adult he always has some kind of like blue and I feel like it's I feel like in a way it's like he didn't I don't know I'm really just guessing okay. at this <laughs> um, but it to me felt like he just didn't really grow from that from that time okay. that she left, like he's always been that same boy, that same shy, same in love. I mean, he tries to, he looks for Nora like twice. So I feel like it, it was kind of like, yeah, he didn't really change as a person. Yeah. And I don't know, it reminded me. It just, wow, I'm really struggling to put my. <laughs> words but okay. like when you were saying about like we didn't really know him I do agree but I think it was on kind of like purpose just being like yeah like I I, I don't think his character needed an arc mm-hmm. but I feel like his character needed something else that's fair I don't know what it is I but I and it's it's the same reason like I you cried mm-hmm. at the end. I cried twice. Okay. <laughs> when was the other time? The first time, the first time Nora breaks up with him, 12 years later. Okay. Right before she goes to residency. And it's not even because of that breakup. It's because of Sang, the actor, his name's Teo, his acting. Mm. And it was right after she, like, says her reasoning. He, like, takes a moment to really digest it. And then you see everything on his face, in his eyes. And the way he says, I think the line was, you want to stop talking to me? The way he delivered it crushed me. I literally started bawling. I was like, no. Um, but then, yeah, the second time was at the end because of everything else happening. It didn't make me cry. Honestly, I felt a little bit of relief at the end because she cried, and we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But it was almost there. Like, I felt it. And when he said, I'll see you then, at the very end, I wanted so badly to feel something, but it didn't. Like, I just couldn't. And I think, I don't know, it just, I, I wasn't, like, yearning for their relationship to happen as much as I maybe should have been. And I wish they pushed that further so that I could have been. That's fair. I think I was on the opposite. I mean, when he said that, I was, I was there with him. And it wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't necessarily that I was, like, rooting for Nora and Hesung, mm-hmm. but it was just so, like, devastating to me in a real way where it's like, if you were to meet somebody like that, but, like, the timing was never right for them, it was like, right person, wrong time, or all of that things, and I was just like, oh, like, God, I don't, I don't know how I would be if I was in her position. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I felt I felt for both Arthur and Hesong. And I was just like, I just couldn't imagine what it would feel like for the both of them as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I liked that moment that they had where Nora left. They're in the bar. And um, Hesong says, like, we have Inyun too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, earlier you were like, what do you think the message is? Yes. And... Honestly, just, I don't, 
I don't think this is like the overarching like message that they were trying to get across, but I think a good part of it is that like maybe you don't have like maybe there isn't a the one. You know, and it's yeah. like even when um I'm just gonna bring this up. So I'm glad you I'm glad you're great. Great. <laughs> like there and not even in the way of was it High Song or was it Arthur. Arthur. But even past that when she is in bed with Arthur at at their house in is it in New York? I think. Yeah. And in the apartment. In their apartment, he says, What if what if I didn't show up to the residency that day and it was somebody else? But the same books that you've read. Yeah. Same everything. Would it still happen? And she was like, I I don't know, how can I say? Yeah. And I think that was also pushing towards the fact that like Arthur wasn't the one and Heisung wasn't the one mm-hmm. and it was just maybe there isn't the one, maybe I don't know, maybe it is all timing and it is just there's multiple people out there that are good for you and you can just, wherever you find love is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I agree with that sentiment. Like, for me, I think that everyone has soulmates. I don't think it's like there's just one for everybody. And I think the person that becomes the one is the one that chooses each other it's mm-hmm. like it's like like you said wherever you find love is where you're supposed to be and I think that's where you decide to build each other in your relationship to get to the place where you are and they are the one for you yeah like I don't think it's just like I think some for some people they just know they're like you're my person and that's beautiful and I feel like you can still like feel that way about someone and have it completely be wrong and have the relationship like fall apart mm-hmm. and I think the one is just the person that you choose to love every single day and then that you build something with and I think that's what her and Arthur did so like I don't think he was the one for her in that sense but yeah. I think they became the one for each other because they chose each other mm-hmm. and they love each other yeah. <laughs> Digesting. Digesting. It's going down. <laughs> Anyways, that whole conversation, the I think it was the three conversation, two conversations that happened between Nora and Arthur, starting from the bathroom when he was like, "How was he?" And then she mm. was like, "Oh, he's so Korean. He's so Korean." Yeah. Starting from there up until they were in bed talking, having that conversation of like, "Would it? Would it have been me?" I think those. I think those were my favorite parts of the movie, and I think those conversations made it have, like, high rating for me, because it was just so... I feel like there was still a lot, like, unsaid in those conversations, especially when he was, like, looking for reassurance from her, and she wasn't giving it, but she was saying it in a way where she was like, no, but I still chose you. Like, I love you. Mm -hmm. You're the person I'm with. There's a few times she says some of those lines, and I'm like, girl, you could be so much more. But I feel like it was so, like, honest and so vulnerable, and I really liked that. I think a lot of the conversations, the dialogue in this movie, felt like they were all telling each other how they were feeling, 
and the whole movie itself felt very atmospheric to me. So yeah, I really like the dialogue in that movie and I think that's what made it have like a higher rating for me. Fair enough. I I think I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I um not in that same section. Mm. I think the conversations that were happening between Nora and Haesung during um FaceTimes? Yes. Skype calls. Yeah, the 12 year mark. Maybe that's also part of the reason I just didn't feel attached to their relationship as much because I it wasn't really nothing was making me feel like ooh like <laughs> you know I I think I spent the whole movie wanting something to really make me like have like little butterflies or you wanted to fall in love with the relationship as they were falling in love with each other. Yeah. And some movies do a really good job of romanticizing all of that. And this movie didn't do that for their relationship. Yeah. Whether it was her and him or her and Arthur, either one would have been fine. Yeah. And they did make me really like Arthur. And honestly, I kind of like the way they did that because I, there's been so many movies where you know, you you get married and then you, there's someone from your past that shows up and a lot of the time they make you not like the, the husband mm -hmm. and they make you really root for the... I enjoyed the fact that they made us root for Arthur. Yeah. I enjoyed that they didn't just make him like a sleazy dirtbag that she was married to. Mm -hmm. But I almost, I'm like, we could have gone further with that too. Yeah. I think it showed... I think it did a really good job of showing... That, I, to me, it felt like both of those men loved Nora for very different reasons. I feel like they both knew a completely different part of her. And I felt like they both loved her a lot. Yeah. And she didn't <laughs> love them as much right. as they loved her. <laughs> I agree. I, right? I did not feel the love for either of them coming from, from her. her. Yeah, it just felt... Yeah, like, I feel like relationships to her have never really been a priority and I feel like that has been kind of constant throughout the movie like at the 12 year mark she chooses to go to the art residency thing and like breaks whatever this, the connection she has off with Heisan and then again with Arthur when they're talking in bed he was pretty much like I wrote it down. He was like, oh, what a good story this is. I can't compete. He was like, we slept together because we were both single. We were happening, we happened to live in New York, so we like moved in together because rent. And then they got married because she needed a green card. Mm -hmm. and he was like, that. And she was like, you made it sound so boring. And I, and I feel like for her, it was just like circumstantial. Yeah. And for them, it was like love. Like yeah. they wanted to be with her. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah, maybe, I, I guess it was more maybe realistic. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe I'm hoping for something a little more cinematic. Like I, 
I think if I'm like, if I'm going to watch a love story and maybe this isn't a love story, maybe that's my problem because I'm looking at this through the lens of like, this is a love story. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not a love story, you know? Um, but I, I wanted that love story. So maybe it's not fair that I'm ranking this a 6.5, but in my world, I'm like, I just wanted to feel an ounce more of love, maybe coming from Nora. Yeah. Maybe coming from uh, literally anybody. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I would argue that Nora's love is her work. Because in, again, in a different in the in the conversation when she's having with Arthur, he's pretty much like he was like, "Oh, like it's not like you're going to run off with him, are you?" And then she goes, "Oh, yeah. I'm going to throw away the life I have here." And then she could have said something about him and the love she has for him but then she goes you know I'd never miss a rehearsal for a guy right <laughs> like this girl it's just work she has a one love and it is her writing her husband's like are you gonna cheat on me she's like I have rehearsal <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> um get your girl <laughs> do not get you a girl <laughs> I don't know if that is what you want <laughs> you know she's not cheating on you though always <laughs> Um, yeah, and every scene that involved Arthur and Nora, again, Arthur was the one that was, like, a lot more affectionate. There was one scene where they're coming at each other from, like, a crosswalk, and then they, like, hold hands, he kisses her hand. Mm-hmm. And then the other scene that you don't like, where he's quite literally just, like, on her, and he's like, I'm hungry. No, I'm sorry, can we talk about that for a second? Because not only is this man... Not even, like, he has his leg up on her, right? But not even in a just, like, oh, a little leg like up. His leg is at this girl's chin. <laughs> he is, sw- like, swaddling her. It was nasty. I never want to see a grown man do that ever. And then he starts... He's in love. Oh, it was just too much. It He's was just a baby girl. I'm like, I don't need to see a naked man's leg. Well, he wasn't naked, but his leg was naked. It was, like, hairy leg wrapped cradling this woman I didn't need it and then he starts speaking in Korean and he's like not very good at it and it was just I was uncomfy <laughs> I was uncomfy part of the reason why I really loved the movie was that it just felt so realistic and not cinematic which is the reasons why you gave it a low rating <laughs> is the reasons why I give it a high rating. Fair enough. I went into it not thinking this was going to be a romance movie. I was just like, I'm in for the ride. And that the impression that it left me was that it, it made me think a lot and it made me feel a lot. But I was really confused in what I was thinking and what I was feeling. It just left me like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that was my very first impression. And the more I thought of it, the more... I think this was more about, like, just growing up and making choices and just, like, being happy with those choices yeah. and who you've become. And I think another part of it is also at the very end when she's crying, I think she's, for the first time, really integrating and grieving the parts of her that she grew up from, the parts that were the Korean girl and yeah. the girl that Hyesung knew. And so I think to me it was just more of like healing mm-hmm. and part of healing is just 
grieving and mourning and loving the past to use. Yeah. I really enjoyed Celine Song's direction. Mm-hmm. I thought her choices were smart. And I really did appreciate the cry at the end mm-hmm. because they build it up as she's this crybaby when she's younger. They joke about it at the 12-year mark that she doesn't cry anymore. She's like, yeah, I don't cry anymore. I grew up. I moved. I, whatever. I immigrated twice to be here. I'm doing my thing. Like, I'm not that girl anymore. Mm-hmm. And then um, she never cries again. And also they start, not the opening scene in the bar, but the opening second scene when they're kids. The first thing they're saying to each other is he won like a game they were playing. So she started crying Mm -hmm. because he beat her. Right. Like that's how they start you off. Mm -hmm. And then obviously she's not going to let him see her cry, but then she walks away and they do that thing where they have those long walking scenes with no dialogue which I did like. Mm-hmm. And then finally she kind of lets it all go on to Arthur. And I really, I really wanted that cry. And I'm so glad they gave us that cry. Yeah. I think that was, honestly, I think the ending of this movie was the best part of the movie for me, which I don't think you can say a lot, which yeah. is good. Yeah. I really enjoyed the final scene. It was, it was a, a good, like well-rounded, it gave us exactly what we wanted from them. Yeah. I think so too. And I think just to add on to that, again, the the scenes between Nora and Arthur really made an impression on me Mm -hmm. because in that same conversation, he was like, he said to her, he was like, oh, do you think he missed you? Like he's not missed you. And she goes, I think he missed the crybaby. That was me. Yeah. He goes, you were a crybaby. Like he didn't know. And I like that he was the one to see that part of her. And I think, I think it shows their relationship and their closeness and how I don't know I felt it felt to me like this was the right thing because she finally lets it all go and it's with Arthur mm-hmm. not with Hassan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. What else do I have here? There's a few lines. I think I I really liked the dialogue. I think even though it Sometimes it didn't feel like they were giving us, like, in-depth. I also felt like some of the lines just, like, really hit hard. It broke me. And I think maybe it's, like, the delivery. Like, when Hesong is like, oh, you don't want to talk to me anymore. And then I really liked the line from Arthur. Both of these came from Arthur, where he said, one, you make my life so much bigger. And I think it really shows how much he loves Nora and how much she means to him. Yeah. And all she could say to that was, you too. Yeah. (laughs) And then the line where he says, you dream in a language I can't understand. And I think that really shows where his insecurities were and why he was trying to learn Korean so much. And the same on that one. All she said to him was, oh, it's probably gibberish anyways. Yeah. She kind of just pushing him off like yeah she was never really got an anxious attachment yeah yeah she wasn't really reciprocating anything no so many times the first time i was watching it my friend and i we were both like she's not reassuring him like at all she's giving him nothing nothing absolutely nothing yeah i think the movie just felt so 
realistic. Yeah. And I think part of it is um, Celine Song, the director, said this was actually an event that happened to her. Yeah. She was like in East Village at a bar and she was translating between two men, her husband and her childhood friend. And she was, she said that it was like she had to connect the parts of herself. And that was like for the first time, like meeting the whole of her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really sweet. She's still married to her husband. I think so. I'm pretty sure. Just wondering. Just wondering. She also said in an interview that her and like the childhood friend are like actually like good friends now and they still Hmm. see each other. You know what I thought they were going to go more into, but they didn't, was that when she was like, oh, he's so Korean. Yeah. And then they kind of dropped it. That was it. And I was like, huh. I I just, I thought they were going to kind of run with the fact that he wasn't, like, she said he's so Korean. So many times. So many times. And then they go to the bar scene and she's really, like, leaning in on him and seems to be, like, so... Enamored with it. Right? And I'm like, what? I, I, the most emotions we saw her. Literally, I thought we were going to run with the, the fact that, like, he is so Korean and she's now so American and they're, like, not, you know, melding together. But then they gave us the opposite of that. I think, actually, they switch. I think in the very first scene that Nora and Hisang meets, she, like, embraces him mm-hmm. and it's very, like, American. And he's like, oh. Yeah. And at the end... They they like hug again, and Heisang has like kind of become this more comfortable Western version. But then when she's crying, she's just holding herself, she, and she's not even like leaning on Arthur. He's like fully embracing her, and I think they switched. And I think at the very end, she became very Korean. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> This is my take. Could be wrong. No, I like it. I like it. But also, they really build that he's very Korean throughout the movie, though. I will say. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just he's just so traditional. His family is so traditional, and we see that in the way his mom is like doing everything for the family. Still, I mean, even when they pan down from the picture of their family on the wall, and it's like mom, dad, and then him standing in the back. I was like, this is the most. Like, Asian family <laughs> photo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, and then when he's talking about why he can't get married yet, because he's like, I'm average, my job is average, all of that. He's like, I can't provide. And I was like, that's so, so traditional. Yeah. And Nora was the complete opposite of that. Her family was progressive. An Eastern Asian family being like, you want to go on a date with him? <laughs> as they're like kids never seen that before and that was the most unrealistic part for me I was like what Asian mom is out here facilitating a date for like their 10 year old daughter I can't relate <laughs> but her family was very progressive they were artists and I think it, it just shows that they were they had that history they had that chemistry but they were very 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 different and what was holding them together was the memories. Uh-oh, somebody's outside. Uh-oh. Speaking of family, I wish we saw her sister grown up. Why didn't, why didn't they? She was just gone. Michelle. Yeah. And they chose their names together, right? And then you see them on the plane practicing English together. And that was such a cute scene. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And then we never see the sister again. I was really hoping they were going to give us at least something of her sister grown up 
Like even if even a, a Skype call or something. Yeah, just to say like, oh, my son's here. Yeah, but there was nothing about her sister. I remember watching the movie and being like, where, where is she? She's gone. I didn't really think about that until right now. I'm like, why didn't we get the sister? The sister. Mm-hmm. Dang. I really enjoyed the opening scene at where we got the other perspective of them at the bar and them being like, to be, f- okay. When the opening scene first started, I thought, <laughs> cause I didn't know yet if the movie was in Korean or if it was in English. And I heard these like disembodied voices talking and then we saw the three sitting there and I was looking at their mouths and I was like, is this really bad dubbing? <laughs> I I seriously thought and then I realized we were like hearing somebody else's perspective and I was like oh okay and then they started speaking in Korean and I was like okay so it's not it's not dubbed over it is subtitles but yeah okay wait she in the very opening scene Nora looks right at the camera and she breaks the fourth wall did she (laughs) she did it was like a moment It's like a moment when they're panning in and then it becomes just her and then she's like looking and then she looks right at the camera and she does a little smile. She breaks the fourth wall right in the beginning. I did not notice that. (laughs) Maybe I was so focused on the fact that I thought it was really badly dubbed over. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say what you think of that moment, but... (laughs) Well, I really enjoyed the opening scene and I thought it was really smart. Love that. And it made me think of Talk To Me because we talked about how good that opening scene was in that mm-hmm. movie and it, it rounded out the movie it almost it kind of gave you that closure when you got to that scene and it really the people talking about what their relationship could be set it up perfectly mm-hmm. like perfectly yeah it was really good I really but I don't remember that moment at all that's funny <laughs> Wow. Why do you think she did that? I think that was just to... I think that was just to capture the audience. It was to bring us in. I think it... I think it's like... I think that made us part of their story so that much more. I almost wonder if it's... Do you think it's Nora seeing us? Or do you think it's Nora seeing the people that are talking about them? Because I almost think it... What if it's her kind of acknowledging the weird relationship thing that she has? Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's that moment of just being caught between like two worlds and being like, this is so weird and so beautiful and. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the first little bit. I <clears throat> also quite enjoyed the last scene with Haesung in the taxi. Mm-hmm. And when he asks her, like, what if this is a past life and and our future selves are already like living and they know each other and what do you think that what do you think their situation is? And she just goes, I don't know. Which I think is a very classic Nora answer. You know, she's not going <laughs> to give you anything. She's literally not going to give you anything. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Give us nothing. <laughs> and 
Well, I think that was obviously it's to make him feel better because mm-hmm. he's not where she is mm-hmm. at all. But I think it was so the moment when he goes, "Okay, see you then," was just so sweet. It was. It was a really good moment. Yeah, and I think another reason why I liked the movie so much is I'm already familiar with the concept of Inyang, but I grew up with it being called something different. It's called Yiza in Burmese, um, in like Buddhism. And it's the same thing. It's like, it's like we have Inyang, we have Yiza. And it's just the idea of like, you met each other in a past life in some shape or form and because it's the idea that you're just meant to meet somebody and I think it's really sweet and I I think that was another reason why I liked it because it was like a concept that I was familiar with growing up that was in like a big movie and I was like wow Wow. I don't know what this is (laughs) it was really cool honestly I'd never heard of it before but I I liked it because it was new to me yeah you know Mm -hmm. It's, like, something I'd never seen in a movie before, which is nice. Yeah. I think, well, my dad says something different to it. He he doesn't think it's, like, it's just, like, based on, like, karma and also, like, crossing paths in the past. And I think part of it is that they they come into your life to, like, teach you something. I think this, ha- this has more to do with, like, spirituality and sort of, like, religion. Not really, but it's the idea that, like, our souls are here to, like, learn something. And mm-hmm. I think these people that have Inyang with you comes to either show you or teach your soul lessons. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think it's cool. That's <laughs> all I can say. I am doing a really bad job of like articulating my thoughts. I don't right. think so. Oh, I feel like I've been rambling. <laughs> Girl, stumbling over my words to okay. say, I said I don't know. I'm turning into Nora. <laughs> I'm giving you nothing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I, I really liked it. I think it was just very honest, very real. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I watch this when I'm like 30, it will mean something something different to me. I think I don't think I've fallen in love or met these people that I felt like could have been the one or like the one that I want to be with for the rest of my life. So it's like what everything that they're feeling within each other for each other, I can't fully relate to it. I can just watch. Yeah. And I think this is a movie when I'm older and I've made some choices and I'm at a point in my life where I think it'll hit differently again. I think it just wasn't for me. That's fair. I did enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I'm very much like a... I'm a sucker for like a little true love. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I won't say I like don't believe in it. Like, I... <laughs> I I think it's out there. I, I think so too. And I you know, I don't know if the the realistic like take on love is is for me. I I like a little fantasy and I like a little um a little flair. A little flair with my love stories. Yeah. That's fair. I like a little like desperation and <laughs> and like courtship. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not courting, what are you doing? (laughs) If he won't lay down his life 
in front of you. Yeah, in front of a dragon for you. I don't want it. We don't want him. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. I want to be saved from a tower. And Absolutely. She's Rapunzel. Yeah. Kenny, come on. Kidding. Half kidding. Has your has your rating changed at all in our conversation? I almost want to give it like a ten. <laughs> I think it just really solidified what this movie means to me. It's not a movie that I feel like I could just like watch for fun. <laughs> like it's not just a movie I could just like keep rewatching. It's not a comfort movie. But I feel like it was just so raw. Yeah. And I, I really liked that. And I haven't seen... I feel like the whole takes, the tropes of, like, someone from the past coming in and stuff, it's, like, overdone. It's, and I feel like this is just a completely new mm. take on it. Yeah. And it's also something that actually happened to her. There's also a sadness in the fact that, like, she's... Arthur asked Nora, he's like, are you happy like with your life here? And she's like, well, this is where I end up. And it's just so sad. And it's like, I would never want that in my life. Damn, if my wife, like if your wife said that to you, right? She, I think it was something along the lines of like, are you happy with your life? Like he was asking and she's like, are you asking if you are the immigrant like dream yeah like my family and then he's like i guess and she goes well like this is where i ended up and i was like damn that's my thing is i'm like was she in love with either of them right i don't know i think i don't know there's something to be said about would you rather love or be loved and i think she'd rather be loved and that's what she has with arthur i'd rather have both yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would be the ideal situation. Give me both or give me nothing. <laughs> All or none. I agree. I mean, definitely this is not the type of relationship I would want. No. But I would want my whoever I end up with to love me as much as Arthur loves Nora. There's a lot of trust and there's a lot of love and foundation that's in that relationship. And I think it's needed to make it work. But he trusted every moment. Mm-hmm. Of her. Yeah. Meeting Hayson. Every single moment. Yeah. I think my final rating would probably be a seven. Oh, I went up by half. Went up by half. Nice. I think my final is. I think it's a nine. I'm sticking to a nine. Okay. We almost got a ten. We almost. <laughs> almost. But then I think there is a sadness that I just wouldn't want. That I like I wouldn't want to relate to. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore you lose a point. <laughs> see where you're at. <laughs> All right. This is gonna be the shortest episode ever. Yeah. But that's kinda of fun. I love that. I don't hate it. This is past lives. We have Indian. Oh, you think so? I think so. I think that's why we met and I think that's why we're like friends and I think like <laughs> we literally talked about this earlier but there was a moment where we were friends in like grade 10 mm-hmm. really good friends grade 11 just didn't talk to each other then grade 12 we were back to being besties so I don't know if we didn't have any young we might not have become friends again hmm. but we're still like in each other's orbit and we have in young because you're watching and you're listening to us <laughs> you know who I think I have in young with Luna. Of course you do. So much love for this baby. 
I think she's been my dog in previous lives. I loved our dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so this has been our thoughts and feelings on past lives. Any other? I don't think so. I'm good and done. Done and done. Good and done and done. If you haven't seen this film, please go watch it. It is a beautiful, beautiful film. Incredible. Well made. Yes. Even with my 7 rating, I, I think you it was worth it. And I would suggest you watch it. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok with the same name, Flicks and Giggles Podcast. And tune in next week. We're going to get spooky ookie for Halloween starting next week. And then the week after that is on Halloween. We're going to get extra, extra spooky ookie. Because it's Tuesday. Halloween on a Tuesday. <laughs> Halloween on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, comment what you think uh, I should dress up as for Halloween because I still don't have any any ideas. Also comment what you thought of past lives. If you liked it. What your rating was. Please. We'd love to hear. Yeah. See you, See you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.